Hi, I'm Stella Belafonte, and welcome to Tasty Top Picks. Have a seat at my table, where the menu items are guaranteed to be delicious each week. Appetizers, main courses, and desserts are filled with savory subject matter, served to you hot every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Sometimes I have guests, other times I'm dining alone, but I'm never truly alone. As long as you're tuned in, enjoy. Listen, y'all gonna get this podcast. Like I told y'all, the beginning of these playoffs. This podcast ain't going nowhere. Tasters, tasters, I'm here. I'm back. Welcome to my table and thank you for joining me for another episode of Tasty Top Picks. Um, I'm going to jump right into it. My mentals, my mentals, a bitch feels like she is out of her mind. Yes, I jumped straight in because I'm in so much pain. I'm sure some of you are wondering, when is she going to stop complaining about being in pain? I'll stop complaining when the pain stops. So right now, as far as my body yaddy yaddy is concerned, I'm in pain from head to toe again, which fucks with my mentals. So on top of the fact that I am in pain because of my bad sciatic nerve and my herniated disc um i got my monthly i think the way i talk about my monthly sometimes you all are gonna start being able to chart my monthly like y'all could probably mark my monthly off on your calendars because i talk about it but you know what i'm a woman and this is my podcast and i'm going to talk about the things that affect me and right now my pain affects me shout out to my beautiful cousin buttercup md for telling me that I need to speak to my primary care physician about some real pain management, whatever I got to do. And the biggest issue for me, tasters, is time. You know, like I told her, a lot of times I'm so exhausted on my days off that when I am off, the last thing that I want to worry about is going to any doctor's appointments, but I got to get this done because I feel fucking awful, tasters. I won't even bullshit you. Remember back in the days when they used to have those psychic hotline commercials? Yeah, psychic hotlines used to be the thing. The 900 numbers. And they would have like testimonials from actual people. Air quote. And remember the chick that goes, I think somebody put roots on me. Well, tasters, I'm starting to think that somebody put a fucking root on me. Like, what did I do? Whose heart did I break? Whose world did I flip upside down? You know? For me to be feeling like this, but that's a joke because I know no human person has that type of power over me. I know a lot of women out here nowadays, the thing is to think that you're a witch and that you can control people's emotions and thought processes by, you know, um, burning candles and chanting and writing shit on paper. Listen, if that if it was that easy... Most of us would be walking around um, with our asses in front of us and growing horns and blowing smoke out of our noses. Because if we were that much in control, just by writing things down on paper and manifesting and burning candles and shit, if we really had that much control over human emotion and human behavior, that's the type of world we would live in. It'd be a bunch of motherfucking goblins and and, and wild looking shit from fairy tale books walking around out here. And it's not, you know. The shit that's going on out here is some otherworldly shit, a lot of it, but not anything that I believe that any one human person 
could be in charge of. And you know my question. I feel like a lot of people, well, if people were so in charge of spell casting and all this other shit, then um, why everybody ain't rich? There should be no poor people, you know? Or do you have wicked spell casters that's wishing um hard times on people and that only certain people are allowed to be wealthy and good? I know if I had the power to cast spells and was into some real voodoo and hoodoo, that's the first thing I would be worried about is my wealth and finances instead of worrying about trying to catch some man, look, throw his ass in a jar, make him act right. Fuck that. Where, where my money? Anyway, tasters, man, I feel so bad today. I want to shout out to all my tasters who said that they enjoyed um, my episode where I told the story. You know, I always got a story, but... A story story. The story of Mr. Big Wheels. So for all of you who enjoyed that story, because I'm not feeling my best, today is going to be another tasty tale from my life. And um, as I've mentioned before, I am a part of a writer's collective. And this story received so many views and so many comments. Look, I did the math in my head. If I actually got paid, like really paid by this Writers Collective, because I'm monetized, but monetization ain't what you think it is. It's nothing like getting an actual paycheck. If I had received an actual check for this, who tastes where would I be right now? I would be um doing this podcast from somewhere fancy. I would be doing it from Italy, you know, on, on, on a beach in Italy. What's that part of Italy that I've seen one or two people travel to? And it's a speech town. Well, that part of Italy, I would be in France in Saint-Tropez recording this podcast right now if I got paid like I weigh. So anyway, tasters, again, this is going to be a tasty tale. Since I'm not feeling my best, I'm going to give it to you. So one of the topics in this writer's collective was somebody asked the question, what's your most unsatisfying bedroom experience? The most unsatisfying bedroom experience. Now, you know, Stella Belafonte is quite experienced. And thank God for all my experiences, for all the names that I've been called. Hey, at least I got a story to tell now to keep you entertained. So here we go. Sex with a human balloon animal. (laughs) Picture it. Brooklyn. Circa 2010, Stella Belafonte is moving and grooving, mixing and mingling. I'm semi-single. Well, I ain't married in 2010, and I am a sexy size 7-8. Ooh, tasters, Stella Belafonte at a size 7-8 is a force to be reckoned with. And in the summer of 2010... That's exactly what I was doing. I was making these men reckon with my forces. I'll tell anybody from the summer of, I'd say, 2010 until up in maybe about 2013, I was the type that I actually used men on a three meal a day system. Somebody to take me out for breakfast, get me back home so I can get dressed for lunch, and then end the night with a wonderful dinner. Yeah, that's what I was doing, 2010 through 2013 at a size 7-8. So, again, here goes this story. My most unsatisfying bedroom experience. And I'm giving it to you as I wrote it. 
I once dated a guy that I wasn't very attracted to physically because he was kind and extremely generous to me financially, extremely tasteless. I guess you could call him a sugar daddy. Well, anyway, after a whole summer of going to some really nice places and enjoying being spoiled, I felt like it was my turn to reward him with my most precious gift. Yeah, he was spoiling me. That year, um, I didn't have a laptop. He bought me a lap laptop, bought me my first um my first big screen TV, like really big screen that I still have to this day. Um, because it was a good TV. My first big ass smart TV. Um, just taking me shopping. Look, I was going on a sneaky link before sneaky links were even a thing with someone else to the Bahamas. And he took me shopping unbeknownst to him. He was buying me all my outfits to go overseas with a sneaky link. So, yeah, um, again, I was enjoying being spoiled and I felt like it was my turn to reward him. So anyway, one night we were having dinner at a very, very nice hibachi restaurant on Long Island. After a deliciously entertaining dining experience and about two really strong, very tall mixed drinks in, I initiated our rendezvous. You know, you get a little tipsy. Things start feeling good to you and tasting good to you. And um, again, I, I got a little brave with they said that liquid courage. And after the two tall mixed drinks at this hibachi spot... I was way past tipsy. And again, as I said, I was not attracted to this man at all. I'm going to put it out there. He was a big guy. He was fat. Very, very big. And I don't like big men. I don't like big men. I think I might have mentioned it before because um, I just don't. I think that a lot of times when big men get undressed, they look like women to me. A lot of big men got titties and fat asses and hips and thighs. And I like men. Like, I, I don't want a shapely man. Well, anyway, I was way past tipsy. And after those two big drinks, my date was looking much less like a balloon animal to me than usual. So let's fast forward to our bedroom experience. We're in my home now. And the balloon animal turned into a grizzly bear. Listen, tasters, this man was much bigger than me in height and weight. He was built solid and solid fat can be more impactful than the squishy kind. You ever been with somebody that was a big, solid, fat, like a big-ass football player? Who the one that tackles everybody on the field? He was built like that. And his touches, they were extremely ham-fisted. He perspired a lot. And at that time, he was 45 years old. And at 45 years old, he had the energy of a high school boy on uppers. This big-ass man, Wanted me flipped over on my tippy toes, grabbing my ankle while almost levitating, swinging from this, hanging from that. Listen, before Mimi from Love and Hip Hop was hanging from shower rods, this motherfucker tried to have me swinging from everything to prove myself to him. Look, to prove that I was worthy of the money that he had been spending on me. And um, the crazy part is that physically he gave just as much as he required. This big husky man could do it standing up, squatting low, mid-split, or propped up on his elbows. All that shit about big fat men, they ain't got no stamina, no energy. Well, he killed that myth because this man gave it up that night. The morning after, 
I felt like I had just completed the Iron Man triathlon. The mattresses were shifted. My bed linens were rolled off and tossed around. Look, my landline telephone was knocked off the hook. The TV remote control had disappeared and tasted I wanted to disappear with it. That was my worst bedroom experience ever. And you know what? I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. So um, just to let you know, the Writers Collective I was in, they enjoyed that one. So you let me know how much you enjoyed it. You can leave your comments. I don't know if tasters, if you are aware of this, you can leave comments on Spotify. Um, You can also email me, mizironbox at gmail.com. That's M-I-Z-I-R-O-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. So anyway... Let's keep it fun. There were a lot of comments, plenty of commentary after I posted that story in the writer's group. One of the comments said, they repeated me. They said the morning after I felt like I just completed the Ironman triathlon. This gentleman, his name is John. He said, this part had me wheezing from laughter. I spat my coffee all over the screen. A young man named Jeremy said, thank you for sharing. He could have seriously injured you or himself. People really need to be more careful in their sexual exploits. He said, I trust the remote was found after your romp. I just love that word, romp. Doesn't it just sound like you're just getting into something devilish? Then I even had a few comments. A woman named Carol said, ha ha, some women would have liked that. A woman named Alicia said, OMG, that is the funniest shit I've ever heard. Here, another freak named Sarah said, dang, can you give me his info? <laughs> then you had a couple who really thought I was a slut for what I wrote. Took you all summer, here's Jim. Took you all summer to decide to grace him with your precious gift. This guy has the patience of a saint. No wonder he was such a beast. So basically, he felt like I deserved to be mishandled because um, I guess I was um, using him like a trick. That's another thing I thought was very interesting when I posted this story. There were several men who really felt like because this man was spending money on me, oh well. Like, I didn't deserve kindness and decency and to feel good sexually. I deserved everything that was coming to me, even if that meant a black eye or to feel beat up afterwards or battered and bruised. How many of my male tasters feel like that? Can you admit that? Are there any male tasters, listeners out there who feel that when they spend their money on a woman, she can get it however it's given up? Do you care if she feels good in the bedroom? afterwards because you've spent all your money or a lot of money on her you know that's a very um that is a very big notion it's more than a few men out here that think like that even when you listen to songs remember back in the days um my man Kells. i know you know everybody hates him now you know we're not even supposed to talk about him and say his name i'm gonna say his name remember when r kelly made um he made two songs like that i'm fucking you tonight and um, don't you say the no tonight. And both themes were about a man, well, him spending his money and feeling like a woman owed him her goodies. 
But one thing he doesn't mention in the song is, you know, you just won't give it to me any kind of way. Do like I tell you, whether you like it or not. Like, I feel like that's like you moving into Kevin Gates territory with that type of shit. Kevin Gates is a wild boy. How many of my tasters like him? I can listen to his music, but I can't listen to Kevin Gates in conversation and interviews. He just, when he speaks, I just feel like I need to disinfect my ear holes afterwards. I'm serious. I feel like after listening to Kevin Gates talk about anything, like I just need to pour bleach and peroxide right into my ear canal and like I need a scrub brush afterwards and then rinse it with some hot water and repeat. <laughs> so anyway, tasters, that's my... um tasty tale of the day let me know if you are enjoying this portion of tasty topics i enjoy giving it i have several stories like i said i have lived that is one bonus you know they always say you know protect you who you are and don't be out here giving it away and spreading yourself thin well i done done a lot of giving and spreading and in that giving and spreading i've also had a lot of again experiences some good some bad some great but a lot of them make for some tasty top picks. Thank you for listening. And I also wanted to let you know, tasters, don't sleep on these short episodes. I'm starting to think that a lot of times, you know, I was told that uh, some of my top picks aren't long enough. Which I'm very flattered, but I don't want you all to get bored. But I, again, don't want anybody to sleep on the short stays. You know, if it's short and sweet, just give it a listen. Pass the word. Share it. Like and subscribe. <laughs> and that's going to be it for this episode of Tasty Topics. Thank you again for joining me at my table. And pray for me. Pray for my good health. Pray that whatever person that I wronged out here removes this terrible spell off me. And enjoy the rest of your day, tasters. Bye.